0: In today's episode, Aileen and Nancy talk about channeling and about exploring new concepts while being in the now, regardless of previous outcomes and future expectations. (laughs) Welcome to Expansive Minds Podcast, Gateway to Freedom, a podcast where two friends, Aileen and Nancy, explore and expand beyond what they think they know in order to live a life of freedom. Thank you for joining us. And away we go. Hello. <laughs> good morning. Nice to, good. nice to see you. Nice to see you. Feeling the love with Valentine's Day coming up. So hoping that we'll be in the love today as we talk.
1: Mm-hmm. Sounds good. All right. Let's get into it. So I had absolutely no sense of anything coming over here. And I usually have something coming in. And my energy really shifted to a high place yesterday. I shifted so much out of this reality, the three-dimensional five sensory, on just another deep level. So cool. Really cool. In Westport, I was driving through Concord, and I just had this wild energy come up that was absolutely a sense of perfection and this high vibration of yes everything that was in my maybe energy heart or um, desires that were on a soul level but not maybe a conditioned ego level Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know there's that part of us in the three-dimensional five sensory and our training here right. and all of that that's involved in how we make decisions yes right yeah. like whatever we're driven by right but it's ego some of it's healthy ego some of it's not as healthy ego sometimes it's karmic ego yeah. there's all different levels of that right when you want to say it i think a time came where the word ego was just getting trashed and it's not, as my polarity teacher said, we have to have egos, or else we'd be we'd be flying off the planet. And right. an ego is as simple as, you know, I'm five eight and a half. My eyes are brown. Yeah. You know, it's an identity that is not terrible because we chose to be humans. Right. So the right. construct of the vehicle we're in is the ego.
0: Yes, and I that's an excellent point because I do believe that a lot of the spirituality. Um, shifting that's been happening is to kind of villainize the ego in the Mm -hmm. 3d but we came here we came here to taste and touch and feel and explore and experience some imperfection so more desires could come out of that but I think what sometimes maybe happens is we we forget where we came from and so then the 3d ego dominates but to me the spirituality is the balancing the harmony of earth and sky to merge those higher dimensions in the 3d and then experience the best of both worlds
1: absolutely i would totally agree yeah so that instead of defaulting and reacting in moments to the three-dimensional five sensory conditioning we default to the spirit, like this the spirit soul, whatever you want to call it, that level higher self is the one that's intuition, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Inspiration, all of that. So our decisions are not made based on external and old reward and punishment. Right. But based more on right. into our self happiness yes and having a sense of what our desires are a sense of self which then we respond to the world and we have an exchange with the world the people the places the jobs the food everything is a give and take sharing experience as opposed to the conditioning of i'm bad this isn't good i'll get in trouble no one will like me Right All those right. lower vibrations that are so disempowering, right, devaluing, and, and honestly, don't even make sense. That's true. Yeah.
0: That's when I kind of first with traditional religions, um, as I started studying the spirituality stuff, and I still kept, you know, I still have my belief system about God and Jesus. And, but I was in, continuing to go to church as I was exploring these concepts. And none of the words made sense Mm -hmm. all of a sudden because it's like, you know, we're hearing about this wrathful, punishing God based on what you do and don't. And I'm like, how is that possible? Knowing what I know about energy and frequency, how could the highest frequency being ever dip into frequencies like that? like because that's what it would require would be mm-hmm. for that all-purpose high frequency being to dip into a lower frequency so that he can judge you then go back up to the high frequency it just makes no it made it suddenly made no sense to me that source would be punishing and wrathful and trying to manipulate your behavior in such a way as to please the, that deity mm-hmm. didn't make any sense Right. And the
1: information comes through who? It comes, comes through, through humans. Humans, <laughs> right. Now that's tricky though, right? Because... There's some you, channeling.
0: There is, but you do get... But you are subject to your filter, right? So these higher messages may be coming through, but they're coming through the 3D person who's now filtering it and translating with their energy and their experience. I think that's one of the reasons why Esther Hicks is such a fantastic channel is she was just blipping along, having fun, (laughs) enjoying life, not cerebrally analyzing things. Mm -hmm. But her husband was very cerebral, Jerry. And so he had all these questions and she's still like in fun mode. And it was kind of perfect. So when Abraham came to her, he would ask these very 3D questions and she's just like fun, 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 fun. And I think that's why she was such a good candidate Mm -hmm. to be a channel.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. I would agree. Uh, so as I was riding here today, was listening to Cryon. Mm-hmm. K-R-Y-O-N, not Chiron, C-H-I-R-O-N. <laughs> I was listening to Cryon, Um I think what's neat is his channel is so smooth and fluid and like normal, like it's almost like the way he talks. Whereas sometimes when you see people channel, they're waving around, they're flapping around, their voice mm-hmm. gets weird and it's a little distracting to me. So, I like that Cryon is just sort of very, very even keel, similar to Lee. What's his name? Lee somebody. I'm sorry. I, I'm Lee? not sure Lee. Oh, Lee Carroll. Oh, Lee Carroll. That's Lee right. Carroll. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I like how when he channels, but, um, so as I was, uh, listening to Lee channeling Cryon, he was talking about channeling, the act of channeling itself, and that it's, it's multi purposeful, multi dimensional. There are, There are people who get different things from each of it, but at its most robustness, there's the content, Mm -hmm. there's the frequency in which it lands in your being, and there is, this I've not heard, but it kind of makes sense, I've not heard these words used, during the channel, there is a quantum bubble, I think, sort of a quantum, it makes an actual quantum Mm -hmm. reaction in the field. So that as you sit and let yourself kind of be in that quantum bubble, mm-hmm. you can actually experience healing. Now, I sort of instinctively mm-hmm. knew. That makes sense. Sure. Yeah. And I've sort of instinctively known, like, when my kids are having tough times, I say, you know, put on Esther. And they're like, yeah, but we already know. or And I'm like, it doesn't matter what she's saying. There's there's an elevation that happens just in her speaking. So I don't care that you listen, but have her on in the background. And I think maybe what I was intuitively picking up on was what Cryon explained this morning as during the channel, there's an actual quantum bend in the field, a bubble, so that whether you're listening to it real time or after the fact, you benefit from Mm -hmm. that bubble in a high frequency that you can allow yourself to be more allowing. You mm-hmm. Receive.
1: Mm-hmm. What were you? And you that just—you have so many things on my head right now. Well, the, well yeah. one thing I was going to say was about Dolores Cannon.
0: Yes, super cool. And
1: <laughs> what I loved about—could you explain her? Yeah. Receipt? So the credibility piece is what I'm thinking about, and you know, we talk and we talked last week. And how do you choose who you're connected to and who you listen to? And one of the things I loved about Dolores Cannon is that her writings and her works are direct transcripts of recordings. So her okay. personality. And her take on it is not in her books. If she wants to say something and refer back to something, she'll put it in parentheses. Yes. So, you know, it's her. But the, yeah. the. So what she did was so what, she
0: would do hip, hypnosis. Mm-hmm.
1: She started oh. wanting to do past life hypnosis, and then she found when she was working with people, they would go way beyond where mm-hmm. she thought they were going to go. Like this isn't seventeen hundred, like <laughs> this isn't like eleven ninety five. Where are they? You yeah. know. And uh, so she just
0: was she, like, she "Wow, was somewhere
1: it. else." And she recorded it, tape yeah. recorded it, and then she would transcribe exactly what was on the recording. That's an excellent point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she was the, the questioner. Correct. But not the translator. That's, exactly. That's very pure. That's I love it. And so yeah. what she came to her conclusion, she came to her thoughts on how things worked based on hundreds of, basically, they were like interviews. When you think about it, there were interviews with people who had perhaps you could say ascended or shifted into a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And she saw similarities between what some people saw and what they talked about. And, um, had a great, had a great time with it. Mm. And so when, when I look at um, a couple of her books, Convoluted Universe, and if you have them, it's, you'll see, she says, you know, she'll have her initials and what she said, and then the client's initials, what they said. Mm. And it just, that's what it is. You're reading this transcribed yeah, yeah. from the recording and yes. it's not her tweaking anything. It's not yeah. her. The Jane
0: books, the Seth books. Jane Roberts. Mm-hmm. He used to do that too. The gentleman who was doing the interview um his text would be in italics or something um but i never i was aware of Dolores Cannon's works but i actually never thought of it as in that sense that yes it is pure and mm-hmm. that is a cool thing
1: yeah the yeah. translating being in the high vibration in my experience the the evidence is what we call well in in polarity which is one of the energy medicine modalities that i practice we call it the energy buzz and people finish up on the table after we're doing you know body work or even video or phone people start feeling what we describe as stoned (laughs) and and um it's like okay well you're feeling that because we're in a higher vibration Yes. We've gone into higher vibrations. So if you're, so that speaks to the Abraham that you're saying. You're saying like, yes, just listen, just be in the presence of the vibration of that's coming. Even though it's recording, yeah. it doesn't matter. It's a trigger to be in this higher vibration, right? And Esther, I believe, said that when she first started channeling, it was like she was plugged
0: into an electric socket, or mm-hmm. she would she would have to hold on to the podium because there was like a swoon, and Abraham said it was working on her physical to kind of come up to that high frequency so her body her 3d body was not yet up to receive such a high frequency so it made interesting physical
1: symptoms mm-hmm. in her in her 3d body as this higher energy was flooding through her absolutely one of my first clients I' that would have been like 1994 1995 uh, i practiced out of my house on nantucket and this so woman came in, and uh, I don't remember what in particular, what physical reason or, or why she was in there, but um, I could feel her, her energy was um, dense, a little dense, a little heavy. I was working on her, and at one point uh, her leg flew up in the air. And I said, Oh, that's, I'm, I'm excited because I'm thinking this is an amazing release. Like I'm working <laughs> on her head, and her leg flies up. And I said, Oh, did you see that? Did you feel that? And she said, What? And I said, oh, your leg flew up. She said, it did? And I thought, all right, cool, whatever. You know, she's not aware of it. That's okay. So after the session, she left the house. She's pulling out of the driveway. And it was funny because she sort of had this, I don't really know what happened while I was on the table. Like, okay. mm. And then there was a knock on the door. And she I opened the door and she was looking at me, completely confused and dazed. And she said, I just ran over your mailbox. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) Oh, okay. And she said I was backing out. I saw it. I knew it was there. But I, she said it was like slow motion. I kind of couldn't stop. I just kept slowly riding up. And I think at that point she you know, she yeah. was sort of like, what is this weird voodoo was magic? Still processing or, that yeah. flood of, of high vibration. vibration. So she was a little stoned, and then after that I made sure that I had crackers and nuts and things available so that people could ground a little bit before they got on the road, before they started driving.
0: I found when I first started working with you, I would be shivering, teeth chattering, shivering after a session, and I think you said it, and I used to feel, and sometimes I still do, but not as often... That it was ice water just being splashed mm-hmm. down the back of my neck, and you said it was because we moved old energy. So now I drink green tea, <laughs> and so after I talk to you, because it's just it's warm and it feels earthy and connection. So yes, after I do any energy work myself or have someone work on me, I drink green
1: tea. Mm-hmm. That's that's so great to have strategies. The cold feeling lots of people feel cold feelings they got um cold shivering I was yeah. like have blankets you want a blanket you want me to turn up the heat because it's releasing yeah it's letting go of something crystallized old old energy in yeah. and um because it feels cold and like ice sometimes running down yes. that tells you it's emotional okay because yeah. water is the element of emotion
0: yes mm-hmm.
1: so it's being released it's coming out and being released and uh you know you think about if you have a coat on and you're so used to the temperature and the weight and everything of the coat, and then you take it off and you're going to get a little chill. Mm. It's a change. It's a real change. Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. That's a cool phenomena. Cool
1: yeah. Phenomena. Yeah. And the other uh, thing I want to tell you about channeling, because there's a difference between being a medium, which is a translator in the way that uh, it's more like an interpreter. So there's times when telepathically or, well, I still don't think it's telepathic of a person who's died. So entities, beings, guardians, guides, mm-hmm. people that are alive can still have a telepathic conversation with someone from their higher self, mm-hmm. not their ego mm-hmm. self, but their mm-hmm. higher self. So being a medium means translating the vibrational consciousness from another being, no matter where they are and what they're doing, into the language, in our case would be English, Um, And the vocabulary that is available to that person. Correct. And yes. And um, channeling is when the consciousness of that being actually comes and hangs out inside. With permission from the host. Yeah. Yeah, Because I know some people
0: get a little scared with channeling. It's actually something that I think as we're talking, I might... I might be experiencing, you know, cause we were just talking and my tongue was doing weird.
1: <laughs> I, well, that's why I um, wanted to bring it up. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: you know, so there is a fear of like, you know, old school, of course, here comes the Italian, it's an exorcist, you know, right. Like, right. And it's, <laughs> and it's, it's it is, I need an exorcist. I'm possessed. <laughs> and so there's a fear, but, of but course. what's important to know is you always have control in this time.
1: Correct. Uh, it's to. never been an issue. But, yeah, and it's I'm, actually really adorable. The times that it's happened to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Frequently, I'm a medium that that's really easy and it happens kind of all the time. And the channeling, the first time it really (laughs) happened for an extended period was when my sister has a good friend, and we're all friends, but closer to my sister. They went to school together, everything. So she said, You know, they're trying to sell the grandmother's house, they can't sell the grandmother's house. Can you? You know, can you come down and see if you can do something? And I thought, all right. I'm, I mean, I'm up for anything. People call. i like, can you work on a chicken? I'm like, all right, sure. You know, <laughs> all right. Whatever. <laughs> Why not? Let's try it. Actually, my chiropractor just worked on my dog remotely through me mm-hmm. just this week. Don't you love that? I do got it got all the time. Love it. Love it. it. Changed dog. Honestly, could see the shift in the dog 100%. 100%. So, so I was like, all right, sure. I'll meet you down at the ho- I'll meet you at the house. So I drove down to the South Shore. My sister's already in the house. I pull in and I have the little bit of this anxiety like, oh, there's an expectation I'm going to help them sell this house. Like, you know, I'm going to shift the energy in yeah. some way. There are times when mm-hmm. I'll bring um, bells or chimes or mm-hmm. smudge. There's times when I bring things, places, to homes or houses. them all to clear on, the To clear, to shift it, yeah. to read it. Sure. Yeah. This felt a little different for some reason. So I don't think I had any of my accoutrements. I don't think I brought mm-hmm. anything with me. So I, I'm... Like, okay, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to go in there. So as I went to the front door, I looked down and this voice came out of me that basically was, I was complaining about the mat. (laughs) What is this mat doing here? This is really, I don't like this mat. And this is the part about channeling. So me as Aileen, as the person in this three-dimensional, it's like, I'm kind of to the side a little bit. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're, you move to the side to let somebody go by you. Yeah. Like if you're driving on the road and you're like, oh, I'll, I'll go over to the side to let this let person pass. come yeah. through, right? Okay. So that's what That's you're what doing. it is. You're making a choice to uh, just pull over on the side of the road because it's not enough room for two people to come through. Yeah. So you're just oh, like, that's a beautiful I'm analogy. pulling over like and that. then this person's coming through. So it, it is a choice in that way. So then uh, I opened the door to come in, and, and I didn't say anything to my sister at that point, because I was like, I don't know what just happened. So then I, it was this animated. I always feel very animated, internally animated. And so then I started talking about things, and I just let it roll. And I said, where's my rocking chair? And my voice changed, <laughs> and I'm looking for this, <laughs> and I'm looking for that. And my sister, who had met the grandmother, but I had never, she said... Oh, my God. I got to call. I got to call her friend. Yeah. So she calls her friend, and she's got the... My sister has the phone up to me, so yeah. I'm just saying stuff. you still... No. And she... Yeah, I'm still channeling, but I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I can hear my sister's friend on the other side saying, oh, she's right. That is where her chair was. She's right. So she's listening to me. Oh, cool. Yeah. Ask, where's that chair? And I used to sit there, and that's where I used to knit. And what is this? Why did they add this here? And, you know, so I'm just kind of complaining yeah. about everything. And then it was really fun because my my sister's friend took the opportunity to get a little gossip out where she oh. said, she said, we always thought that people before there was an affair going on. And, and, uh, so she wants to get the gossip and I was like, yes, that absolutely was happening. She, and my, my sister's friend's like, I knew it. I knew it. You know, so it's like, <laughs> it was hilarious. So that the channeling, that was probably one of my longest channelings. Cause yeah. I'm going through the house and then the house yeah. ended up selling and yeah. you know, it was mine Cause we had to, you know, let, the grandmother know, like, we got this. Yeah. We're together working yeah. on this. It's okay. So that was really fun. And other times I'll be in sessions with people. And at some point, uh, and it's really sweet when it happens. My hands will start moving. My body will move. My voice will shift enough. The tone mm-hmm. that I sound exactly like someone who died. Yeah. Yes, from that. And that's really sweet because it just adds so much to the the message that they
0: want it it lands more so absolutely
1: and then there's guardians and guides and other things that sometimes come through so when we talk about cryon and the seth books and abraham who comes through esther hicks these are all entities and whatever you want to say you know where are they where are they from sometimes they don't have a place and doesn't really matter what quote-unquote place they're from Hmm.
0: and an entity just being not to oversimplify but an entity being a frequency mm-hmm. being a body of energy one of the things that i think is important if you venture into this thing is you set your intention that you will if you are going to channel or you want to talk to people you set your intention that you'll talk with the highest energy sources because every every like abraham says every thought form that was ever thought exists is floating in the ethers mm-hmm. And Abraham says, you know, if you're getting messages that aren't anything other than positive and love and light, it ain't us. And I have someone in my life who is quite the channel, but occasionally some of the things that come through are very dark. And I'm like, I don't know if that's exactly what you're meaning Mm -hmm. to get, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm not doubting that you're channeling, you're just, I don't know if what you're getting is... uh, right pure positive so I would I would ground I would smudge I would reset and I would go at it again Mm -hmm. expecting the high frequencies Mm -hmm. to come
1: through so uh, your point that you know as as vessels when it comes through us yes sometimes it can pick up on our own stuff and Mm -hmm. uh, from this lifetime experience exactly
0: because the things that this my this person in my experience was saying were sounded like sounded like her stuff yeah little like, you sure that what they want to say? You show us what my dad's saying to me, because it doesn't sound like my dad. Right. Yeah. And it's hers. It was hers. Yeah, you
1: know, and cool. that's right. And so, um, one people who have a very scientific brain, I think, are Guilty. really are really good in this <laughs> oh. particular oh, role.
0: I thought you were gonna.
1: Me and my geekness. <laughs> no, that's the best because when we're scientists, we want to get to the truth. We we in our minds are like, give us more, give us more. We're explorers.
0: But is our skepticism preventing us from being pure positive? Love? No, no. I
1: don't think so. No. If I mean, if you're a real scientist, you're up for expo- exploration.
0: But you know, like it's just I discovery. The, what I'm thinking of is, um, I've heard Eckhart speak of the idea of really being conscious, which is connecting to the all source of love and light is to rise above thought. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you fall below thought, maybe with alcohol or drugs, or he Mm -hmm. used like Forrest Gump, like he was quite the manifester, but because he fell below thought. But if you can rise above thought, that's, that's really where you want to be in that. That's your ideal state of consciousness. But if you're wrapped up in thought, like Mm -hmm. I find we cerebral people often are, Then we're not. Well, so there's a
1: difference between. Well, then, in my so when I say scientist, a scientist to me is an explorer, and like you and I both love Star Trek. Yes. (laughs) So.
0: And Einstein. And Einstein,
1: explorers, scientists. You want to get to the bottom of it. You want to figure it out, but not box it. If you're a scientist, you're not boxing. So if you're overly skeptical, if you're overly in thought then you're not trying to prove anything wrong. Like the, mm-hmm. You're not trying to prove anything or prove that it's wrong. What you're trying to do is investigate right. to expand.
0: I love that, investigate to expand, which to me was Einstein. He knew enough to know that he didn't know. Exactly. You know, and he would investigate, like the field, right? He's, mm-hmm. You know, the math shows that it's there. We don't have the instruments to see it. But the math shows is there, and he always acquiesced to God, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in, in one way, shape, form, or another. As brilliant as he was, so yeah, that's true. That's, mm-hmm.
1: that's very. True. So by showing up and showing up in the now. So, for example, when this client and friend of mine called many years ago and said, "My chicken is not laying eggs," <laughs> I brought the chicken to. Whenever the vet you know and they said well either eat her or put her down like she's not gonna be any good eat her.
0: <laughs> and
1: they, they're like we do not eat our chickens they're pets like we don't eat our chickens and so she called me up and she said could you come look at the chicken and I thought yeah okay right yeah. so remember the other people were nope it can't work nope we can't explore we're not gonna explore yeah. We just know if the chicken hasn't laid eggs for this long, done. Yes. Right. So that so that's the part of the thinking that's the issue. Like stay out of that right. kind of thought. Right. right.
0: Based on my experience. Right. Not based on what could be. Exactly. But based on what I have passed absurd. Didn't jump
1: into the now. They didn't jump into the now. Yeah. So yeah. I jumped in <laughs> I jumped into the now. And honestly, I one of my Not biggest fears in life, but one of my, I should be careful, cautious fears is that I will get too close to an animal, like a bird, and it will peck my eye out or something. (laughs) I'm sort of like, I need to, because I do love animals, but it's sort of like, you know, they don't really maybe want me that close, so I should think of that. So here I'm going to this chicken, (laughs) like looking at it. At that point, I'd never held a chicken. I mean, I have uh, saved yeah, birds as kids, a lot of us have right? So I'm looking, and she's oh, I mean, she just loves this chicken. I'm like, I gotta give this chicken everything I got, you know? So, and I've never studied chicken anatomy or anything, right? So I'm not in the, I'm not in yeah. that thought like, well, look, yeah. I'm just like, all right, I know energy, and we want this chicken to live, you know, like we want this chicken to lay eggs and live, and so. I got to get close to it. And I'm like, ooh, my eye, my eye. <laughs> like, Don't <laughs> peck my eye out. So then I look. I'm, I'm touching her. I'm like, boop, 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 you know. And she's like, oh, oh, moving a little. And then I find this thing near her wing. And I go, I'm going for it, you know. And yeah. I just, boop, boop, And I do this sort of little energy shift and give it a little push. And just, I feel it. And all of a sudden, she kind of like, you know, she does, yeah. And then she chills, super chills. And part of me's like. Did I kill her? Like, what's <laughs> happening? i oh, like, well, no, I don't really. And she just totally relaxed. And I thought, well, this, we whatever, I feel done. This feels done. And I left. And then um, my friend caught me the next day. She said, oh, my gosh, she's up. She's moving around. And then she ended up laying eggs. And hey, everything yeah. was great. Everything yeah. was great. Yeah. So that's the explorer description. That's the scientist where I'm going, maybe I'm in. I'm in. You want right. to see if I can help your chicken? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So we got to start to wrap it up. So as we go off on our week, we be in the now and open to possibilities and explorations. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And as always, more More to to be be revealed. revealed. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us on Expansive Minds podcast Gateway to Freedom. Until next time, more to be revealed.